Let's crank up our Thursday. How about it for April 22nd? Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Ah, we got a great one today. We're going to talk about something exciting that has really been present for me lately, and I'm going to share it with you. How about that? Let's talk about the moon first. If you wanted to find the moon in today's chart, wait until 9.07 a.m. Eastern Time and look for it right at the cusp of Virgo. That's when it moves into Virgo. It will have about a one-hour void, of course, in Leo before it ingresses to Virgo. So 8.05 to 9.07, you've got it void, of course, and then 9.07, you've got a Virgoan moon. So for the next two days, you could work on plans, and boy, that's what I've been doing. So perfect timing for that, personally. So there you go on the moon. Now, here's the one that I really wanted to camp out on, Venus. We're going to hang with Venus, and there are two aspects with Venus of note. First of all, tonight, 9 o'clock p.m., Venus conjuncts Uranus. This is a big deal in the financial scheme. Markets have been down the last couple of days, and that would probably not be uh, unexpected, especially with the big run-up. But this Venus conjuncting Uranus is within the shadow of the square to Saturn, which Venus will do exactly on Sunday. Venus will square Saturn on Sunday. So we're under the shadow of this as Venus now conjuncts Uranus. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know that we've been talking about this Saturn square to Taurus, basically, as the big theme of this year as far as planetary placements goes. Venus moves quickly, so this will not be a bake-it-in kind of aspect, but it will be something that could trigger. And we're not just talking about money. We're talking about relationships, beauty, love, emotions, all of those things that Venus covers could be interestingly triggered, parentheses Uranus, over the next few days. And that's the other aspect that I wanted to mention is that Venus also tonight, just a few minutes later at 9.55 p.m., is semi-sextile to Chiron. Now, that's a 45-degree angle, not one of the more primary ones, but it is an aspect I think worth mentioning. And Chiron is what has become like, wow, I can't not bump into it, it seems like. And so I thought I would share a few things about Chiron as well. Now, when you think about Venus, what comes to mind? To me, love, beauty, right? Sensuality. I would say sexuality, but really it's sensuality would be a better description. Also, sociability. It's about our network. It's about networking with other people. And Venus also rules money and finances. Now, what about Chiron? We're going to spend more time with Chiron in the spotlight around here because part of what we're going through, and I say that like Saturn-Pluto, the big macro, is also very Chiron-related. We are digging up and dealing with old wounds. I mentioned in a few podcasts back that if you just read the Wikipedia description of Chiron from a mythological standpoint, that's a pretty good description. It tells the story effectively well. I'll let you do that homework, but I wanted to elaborate on that Chiron brings to us the very things that we need to work on in order to heal 
Not only wounds in this lifetime, but wounds that we've brought forward or wounds that may be in our generational karmic line. So wherever Chiron is in your chart, by sign and house, plus, very importantly, any other planets or aspects related to it, paint the story of the Chiron picture for you. I'm going to give you guys a heads up. I have some great questions on our little speak pipe thing on funastrology.com website at the top there. Just to give you a tease of some of the questions coming up, one person wanted to know, what if you don't have any planets in a sign in your chart or a house? We'll address that. It's not a big deal. Also, somebody wanted to know about the price of lumber, which has been going up precipitously. And I think I mentioned it on Saturday when we did that little special. And we'll take a look at that a little bit deeper. Somebody wanted to ask about what if you don't know your exact birth time? Ooh, very important question. No, you don't want to just use 12 noon or 12 midnight. And I'll tell you exactly why. And I will give you the resource to somebody who helped rectify my own chart because I didn't know my own birth time. And I'll tell you how I did all of that. But one of the other questions was about readings. And you guys have been asking me in emails, and I appreciate it so much. And I've been hearing you. So I'm going to open up to do some readings. Now, it's going to be a limited time block, and it's going to be a May-June kind of time frame. But I will open up. I'll let you know when. I'll put it on one of those announcements at the beginning of the show so everybody listening to even past episodes will know when it opens. And it's going to kind of be a scramble because it's only going to be so many slots. And that's the best I can do. I'm going to block out some days and we will do readings. Okay. so if you want a chart reading coming up, uh, let me know. And then she was asking for what are some other resources. And I think that's very important. So I'm going to put a list together of some other astrologers that I have followed. One of the things that I've noticed is all the good ones are booked up like slam jam. So we'll get that figured out. But yes, I am going to open up to that. And we can, of course, take a look at where your nodes are, where Chiron is, this whole soul story thing and how it all unfolds. All right. So we will get to that point and just keep checking the podcast and you'll know when. But you find Chiron, and that paints the picture of where these wounds are. And I can just say my own Chiron is aspected directly to Venus. So that's why today was kind of a wake-up call. Because as I look back on the decades of my own life, of which there have been many, <laughs> I see a pattern that distinctly validates Chiron's role in the astrological chart. Because of the aforementioned areas, I have had personal challenge that have led to the growth opportunities that have been some of the most significant in my own soul journey. And the idea with Chiron is the unhealed wound. So it is something that I'm willing to work on until the day I die and to just be okay with that. So if something comes up for you around those areas that we mentioned with Venus, love, relationship, sex or sexuality, sensuality, or money. This would be a great opportunity to start to look at some of those things from a how-can-you-heal perspective. One of the things about Chiron is it will bring the light for you to do the work. The synchronicities of life will give you the opportunities, and that may be what might happen for you during this time. 
or it might be that you have done the work and this isn't something that would necessarily affect you right now because you're complete in that area. I've talked a lot about how to heal in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, so if you'd like to go over there and check out some of my own story and my own journey, well, go back to episode number one and you can hear how it all began about 12, 13 years ago now when I started to make a major shift later in life. So look, we'll talk more about this. I know this is a little bit incomplete because there's a lot of, wow, well, what do I do? And to keep this in the time frame, we have to roll on. But if you combine how to do soul-based work, Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, with this window of opportunity, Fun Astrology podcast, it's a great time to put two and two together. We will be back tomorrow, and I think we'll hit one of those listener questions. So come back tomorrow, and then we're going to do some over the weekend as well. All right, take care. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye.